3: This is CarPro USA, where you always get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry ran his own dealerships for years and was a two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. He's also an excellent driver who does incredible test videos every week. Kevin McCarthy is his trusty sidekick. He's a radio hall of famer, but not a great driver. When Kevin turns his navigation system on, the voice says... Turn left in 400 feet, then stop and let me out. Here they are now on CarPro USA.
4: Thank you for joining us. This is the CarPro Show, and we are here to make sure you do the right thing when it comes to buying yourself a new automobile. We've got some wonderful dealers at our website, and that's at carpro.com under Find Your CarPro Dealer that will help you out even in these challenging times. They're still making our listeners very happy. They're long-term thinkers. They know that, you know, they could sell most of the cars they sell to CarPro listeners for more money, but they're in this for the long-term relationship with me because I recommend them, and that means a lot of business for them. So they don't take the risk of you know, gouging someone right now. They're all going to be more than fair with you, and they're all going to still treat you right. Try to give you as much as they can for your trade-in, which is good right now because the market's still high, although I do see signs that it's dropping some. I'll watch. It's been about three weeks in a row prices have, have fallen, and I'll watch this Wednesday at the auction online to see if that trend continues, and sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. You just never know. That's why I have to watch. Eight, uh, sorry, eight hundred. <laughs> what was that? Covid does funny things to you. <laughs> your voice just, <laughs> your, your voice just goes out. You thought Harpo was here. Eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven. Eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven. Our podcast we'll be up around 2 p 2:30 p.m. central this afternoon and there will be all 3 hours there. And so join us for that if you've missed any of the other previous hours of the show. We're actually on hour number 3 of the national show right now. We did 2 hours in Dallas this morning which we've been doing for over 20 years. That podcast goes up on Tuesday. But the National Podcast will be up today. Kevin McCarthy, my trusty sidekick, is here.
5: You know, when I was looking at the ranking of states by the share of luxury cars, um, number one was New Jersey. I'm figuring, okay, those are people that work in New York, and they live in New Jersey.
4: Yeah, probably right.
5: Uh, California, second. No surprise there. Connecticut, again. New York. Uh, Florida, again. Florida's, you know. A lot drug, of- drug money. Oh, drug money. Okay. <laughs> Then New York was top five. Then I was going, okay, what are the states that are going to have the least share? And I figured Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, my old stomping grounds in the Southeast Conference.
1: No, yeah.
5: Nope. If uh, you live in North Dakota, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, South Dakota, you're probably not driving a luxury
4: car. <laughs> That's probably right. I can probably see why. Yes. And luxury cars are, that's one of the places when I watch the auctions on Wednesday, that's one of the, the segments that's really taken a hit lately. Uh, luxury luxury cars, sedans. Yes, luxury sedans, even luxury SUVs uh, have come way down. But they were also the most overinflated. Nobody knows why. It's just the way it is. And when you get up into exotics, uh, those cars have dropped Fifty grand in the last month. I Exotics mean, like, like a Ferrari, McLarens. Or, and- yeah, McLarens is is another one. Um, <clears throat> they've really taken a hit lately, and so if you got one of those and you want to get rid of it, you probably ought to do it now because I I don't see it getting any better, to be honest. And we'll see. It's a it's an odd market right now. Let's talk to Rita, and she is calling us from San Antonio, Texas. She is uh, listening on WOAI. Hi, Rita. Hi, Jerry, and thank you so much for the advice that you give all of us. We really appreciate you being there. Well, that's very kind of you. I thank you for that. (laughs)
6: Um, We own a 2019 Forester, and we are keeping it, of course. But um, we want to get a small SUV. for a lot of around town stuff. And I looked at the Buick Encore GX. Hmm. What is your opinion on, on those?
4: I reviewed it. Uh, in fact, I've reviewed it twice. Um, now I haven't. I haven't had the twenty twenty two, but I did have the twenty twenty one Essence package, uh, and I thought it was great. It was <clears throat> the Encore. The regular Encore for me was always just real small, and then when mm-hmm. they when they came out with the GX, it got quite a bit bigger, but still not as big as. Uh, The Envision, for instance, what what threw me for a loop when I was looking at it before I actually started driving it, it's got a Mm -hmm. three-cylinder engine. And I thought, (laughs) well, and I was too. It's a (laughs) 1.2 liter. It's got 155 horses, so it's not going to be something that you're going to hurt your neck when you step on it. But the, the power was adequate. Uh, it's got a nine-speed transmission. I was super impressed with the interior. I thought, and Buick, Buick has been moving this direction for a while now uh, of more luxurious interiors. Not quite to Cadillac standards, but um, it, it's, it's above a Chevrolet or a GMC. So, mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought the price point was terrific. Uh, trying to look and see what the sticker price was on the one that I had. <clears throat> 34 uh, 342 mm-hmm. and it was loaded. Uh, so, yeah, I am I like it. If if you got a heavy foot, it's probably not the one that you're going to want. You might want to go move up to the Envision with the four-cylinder turbo. But, I was pretty impressed with this three cylinder. I got to tell you.
6: Well, I was just a little concerned about a Korean three cylinder engine. I'm like, oh, I don't know, because like I said, we have the Forester, and you got you have you don't get a lot of acceleration out of that either.
4: No, you don't. You don't. But it's just a, it's just been that engine transmission combination in the Subaru's just been real bulletproof um, so far. And we're only three years into the Encore GX, but so far uh-huh. it's been very reliable. How long do you typically keep a car?
6: Uh, we usually keep it over a hundred
4: thousand. Okay, I, th- I think it'll do that easily. It'll probably do a hundred, not a whole lot, one hundred and fifty.
6: Oh, okay, not a whole lot over, but because then you don't want to be buying a piece, new car a piece at a time.
4: <clears throat> yes. Yes, I think it's okay. Drive it and see what you think. It was very quiet inside. And that was that's another thing that Buick has really done a good job with, is their interiors and their interior quietness. I think it'll work for you. Uh, give it a try. I've got uh, I've got Cavender there, and they'll take good care of you.
3: Don't believe all the ads you see? Call CarPro USA and find out which vehicle is right for how you drive. 1-800-926-7777.
5: Car Pro Show this week, Jerry is driving the Chevy Bolt Electrical.
4: Yes, Bolt with a B.
5: Bolt with a B, not Volt. And I would like, after hearing you talk about how the interior room was much more than you expected. Oh, yeah. When I saw it, I went, oh, my God, I can't believe Jerry's in that little bitty car, you know, all week. It's not when you get in it. But I want to talk to the designer and find out how they did that because it looks really small on the outside. And you said no, it's not cramped at all on no, in the
4: inside. No, A five person would fit nicely, nicely in this car. Uh, it's got a real high roof line, which gives it a bit of a funny look.
5: Yeah, it's a little eh-eh looking.
4: Well, uh, I mean, it's <clears throat> you're not gonna, you're not gonna pick up hot chicken it, but <laughs> if you don't want to go to the gas station, it's it's kind of kind of nice. Let's talk to Patrick in Plano, Texas, in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. Patrick, what's going on? Hey Jerry. Hi, buddy. What's up?
2: Kevin. Good, yes. Good to hear you all today, and tried to get in this morning, couldn't do it, so now I got in, and
4: I'm happy. Good.
2: Thank you. Uh, good. Real quick, uh, real quick uh, we've got a, a Toyota Highlander Platinum 21-year. Nineteen twenty-one. No, excuse me, twenty twenty-one. There we go. <laughs> and uh, I knew
4: what you meant. Uh,
2: yeah, and we're we're running out of room with all the grandkids we got. Gigi and Pops is uh, needing something bigger. So, um, what you got in uh, recommendations to trade in this Highlander for for something larger that's not uh, you know eighty thousand dollars and all that sort of thing?
4: Well, the Ford Explorer is. A, I'm sorry. The Ford Expedition is a very good buy right now versus the other SUVs that are out there that have a lot of room, uh, <clears throat> and it's in the Expedition still got some good incentives, and it's a darn good SUV. Um, okay. You know, I don't know. We don't have pricing yet, but the new Sequoia is about to hit, and it is drop dead gorgeous. Go to my website, Patrick. When you get a second, in the search box at the top, uh-huh. put in Sequoia, and <clears throat> and and it'll pull up pictures of the twenty twenty three. I'm telling you, this thing is a head turner. And okay. you, you know, the Sequoia in the past has been it's been a little on the boring side, if you will. I drove one for a week up in uh, I borrowed one from my Toyota dealer in Sacramento and drove it to Lake Tahoe. What a great vehicle, but it's just, it just wasn't anything fancy, and it certainly didn't have a lot of the updated electronics that you know you kind of want these days with the Bluetooth and and that sort of stuff. But it's beautiful. Right. I don't if if I had to guess on a price on the Sequoia, a loaded one like what you've got in that Highlander, uh, it's probably going to run around seventy. If I were guessing. Mm-hmm. And because and, the old Sequoia was in the '60s, and Toyota doesn't right. even when they redo vehicles, they just don't up the price very much at all. So that might be another consideration. You can get a nicely equipped Expedition for under sixty. No okay. kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Can not in for not the extended. Oh, how many miles on the Highlander?
2: Uh just turned over thirty-five.
4: It's worth a lot of money. There, there's no new Highlanders out there, and the used ones are bringing, used ones are bringing what new ones brought last year, and and yeah. so it's a very good piece of merchandise. You get a nice trade in on it. Uh, if you want to talk to Freeman Toyota on the Sequoia, and then Five Star Ford in Dallas, uh, which is mm-hmm. actually right on the Plano line on George Bush, right. uh, yeah. <clears throat> they'll they'll have that. They've got expeditions coming in on a regular basis they probably don't have one in stock uh that's just the way they've been selling and you know it, it you could look at the extended length depending on how much room you actually need but the regular length explorer is still got a lot of room behind the third row seat for cargo
2: yeah expedition okay. yeah expedition yeah, we're, sorry we're coming up on we're coming up on number eight grandchild of November so. oh boy. We need more
4: room. You need a bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a
2: minivan,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they're all going to go at the same time. All right. Try those two and see what you website. think. Yeah, carpro.com. Put Sequoia up in the uh, in the search box and hit return. It'll pull right up. Uh, but right. You're going to love the looks of it. I mean, it is spectacular. And you can email me if you need anything, Patrick. I'd be happy to help you. Always let me know if I can do anything for you. Uh, carpro.com, that search box, if you're thinking about a vehicle and you want to know if we reviewed it, that's the fastest way to find it is that search search box. We've got a car review section, but you got to sc- scroll through all of them.
3: Buying or leasing your next vehicle is a hard choice. Don't go it alone. Call the CarPro, Jerry Reynolds, at car Pro USA. 1-800-926-7777.
4: Roger in San Antonio, Texas. Roger, how can I help you?
1: Yes, Jerry. Good afternoon. Hi. My question: is, What is the what is the status on the Honda CRV hybrid, and will you be reviewing one soon?
4: Yes, I will. I'm sure. Um, I get Hondas pretty quick, typically. Um, I don't know if you've looked at. I've got a lot of information at my website. So, for you. Uh, Go to carpro.com in the search box, put in CR-V, and it'll pull up info on the 2023s. I can tell you that they are very slow coming out, and they are pre-selling them like crazy. Honda Honda has been hit real hard with the chip shortage, and so there hasn't been anything on the ground to speak of, but most of the dealers have them coming in the question is are they all are they all pre-sold and you'll that that's something you'll need to just ask one of my dealers i've got uh gilman honda north and honda of lake jackson Uh, mike shaw's at honda of lake jackson he's a real dear friend of mine and and jerry
2: what
1: jerry what should i do with my 2010? Honda CRV
4: with sixty nine thousand miles. I trade it in. It's got really good value. Um, you know, CRV. You to trade it in now. Well, yeah. As soon, now? As, as, and, as, and as soon order. as it's in As soon as you can get the new one in. Um, oh, yeah. I
1: have to wait for the new one. Okay.
4: Well, yeah. I mean, you like, want something to drive, unless you've got a, an extra car just sitting around.
1: I have. I have an extra car.
4: Yes. Okay. Then, in, if that's the case. Uh, you could sell it. That's the kind of vehicle. If I were you, I'd sell it yourself. Uh, I'd put it on Auto Trader, and and see what it'll bring. You know that thing's with miles like that. It's it's subject to bring ten grand, which is kind of weird to think about for a thirteen year old Honda. But the market's always out there. I'd I'd list it at ninety nine ninety five or best offer. And see what you can do. I gave you Houston Honda dealers a second ago by mistake. My fault. Northside Honda is my dealer. They're over on San Pedro. And you'll talk to Jeff Waite. Uh, real good guy. And let's see what he's got coming in that might work for you. Sell that. tell yours yourself. So
3: you want a hybrid, but maybe a diesel would suit your driving better. Call Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA and let him help you. 1-800-926-7777.
5: Oh, my This is the Car Pro show. I was just uh rereading part of the Jerry's true story from a former car dealer called Ignition Switches this week.
4: <sighs> Pennywise and pound foolish. That's a good way to put it. You just realize how stupid <laughs> the automakers can be sometimes. And if you read this story, it's number 15 at and- my series of true stories from a former car dealer. Uh, I wrote forty of them they're all we're putting one a week in the newsletter in order and then they're at the website already all forty of them but this one was <laughs> wow, I just I lost it I, I didn't <clears throat> when I wrote that story I didn't I didn't emphasize the <laughs> the way I lost my cool. In front of a bunch of Ford executives. Which was not like you. Uh, uh, Yeah, that's not me at all. I just went berserk. I did. I was so frustrated. Um, You know.
5: Well, they were, just in a nutshell, without giving it away, the Ford executives that Jerry lost it in front of were making a major business decision about their business, their whole business, over a
4: 50-cent part. Yes. Yes. And it was something that was giving us, the dealers, a lot of grief. We were what would happen is that you put the key in and turn the car on and then the key wouldn't come out. Something fell in that tumbler and the key you couldn't remove the key. So you gotta leave your car in wherever it's sitting with the the key key in the ignition. It would start, you just couldn't get the key out. And, wow, were people upset. And so was I. Read that story. You'll see what I'm talking about, and you'll see why I was so frustrated. Susan in Austin, Texas. Susan, how can I help you?
7: Hi, Jerry. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I uh, I had a 21 Lexus RX 350, brand new to me. I was T-boned a couple of months ago um, and slipped in it. So the car was totaled. Sure. I also
1: do. <laughs> I How'd it you do?
7: It, I did okay. I had to go to the hospitals and hospital for a couple of weeks, but I made it. I'm doing good. I'm oh, good. glad to be out in the world. So I am um, now in the market, and let me say a new market than what it used to be, and I'm looking for another car, and I... I'm just kind of confused what to do. I am looking at the RDX advanced and like that a lot. I don't know much about the um, Acuras at all um, it's so I, I mean
4: it's a it's a it's a luxury Honda, and you know you know Honda quality is real right. hard to beat so it's 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 good it's just going to be smaller than what you're used to, and maybe that's okay.
7: Yes, that is. Actually, I don't want anything too large, so I'm not even looking at the MDX, just the RDX. And I've looked at a couple of different things out there, but this just seems to speak to me, the bells and whistles. So I just need to make sure that it's a good running car as well.
4: It is. I, I, my experience with Acura's has been fantastic. Um, you know, okay. its I, I often say on the air here, when you can get Honda quality and Acura luxury— uh, you've got yourself a nice vehicle, and the problem with Accurib okay. right now is just getting one. I mean, it's a problem.
7: It is, and I don't have a car. I have no trade in. I have no car. I'm I'm on a rental car right now. Oh boy, the two two plus two hundred plus a week. So I, it's not like I can just wait till the end of the year. I don't have that luxury.
4: So well, and you might not- you, you might look certified. As well, a one or two year old certified one, and save a little well, money there.
7: Actually, but, yeah, and I'm actually that's what I'm looking for. I can't at this point. The new car is gone. It's out of my realm at this point. Have so. you
4: have you already settled with the insurance company?
7: Oh yes, definitely. Okay. Finally. Good. Good. <laughs> well, I was
4: going to tell you I've got an article on my FAQ page about dealing with an insurance adjuster, but I'm sure you did fine. I don't have an Acura dealer in Austin. I've got a big one in Dallas-Fort Worth. If you don't have any luck getting one there, um, and because of the new car shortages, they have a lot of certified Acuras. It's uh, Vandergriff Acura. You'll find them at my website. You'll have to choose DFW to look at what they've got. And uh, they're good. They're, They're real good to my listeners. They're on the south side of Dallas. And I'm sure under your circumstances, they would ship one to you uh, for just a little bit of money. It it doesn't take much to ship from Dallas to Austin. They help a a lot of my Austin dealers. Yeah, yeah,
7: I'm aware of that. So I don't mind driving to Dallas. That's fine. I've got friends I can visit,
4: too. There you go. You you won't be disappointed with the Acura. I'll tell you that right now. The electronics are great. Uh, They drive great. The quality is certainly there. Uh so let's see what we can do for you in Dallas. Maybe we can get you maybe we can get you something going so you can get that rent car turned in. I appreciate the call, dear. I'm glad you're okay. That that's scary. Tom in San Antonio. Tom, what's going on?
2: Uh, thank you, Jerry, for taking my call. Sure. I have I'm looking at uh buying a full-size uh, Bronco, a hard top four-door. Yeah. And and uh they come with a 2.3 or a 2.7 uh, um, my question is, what do you think about, uh, and we have a 2013 Forerunner, which is, I'm not comparing that with the the Bronco, but uh, I want to know your thoughts about that.
4: Well, I tested the 2.7. That's the one I reviewed, and that review's up at carpro.com, uh, and I thought it was fantastic. Uh, the Bronco's heavy. I I did have concerns about wondering if the 2.3, which has been a real good engine. Uh, the 2.3 has been great. In fact, you can get the 2.3 EcoBoost in the Ford Explorer. And and I have tested it, and it was fine, you know, as far as uh, acceleration and, and that sort of thing, and it'll get a little better gas mileage. But the 2.7 uh, really felt good in that Bronco. Uh, you know, so you kind of got to choose between fuel economy and power, and see which is more important to you. Yeah, I'm just. Right. I'm going to warn you. You're going to be in for a long wait. The hard top. The hard with the hard top. They have been real short. Yeah. They've been real short. In fact, a lot of the 2022 orders have flipped over to be 2023 orders. But right. I've got uh, Henry Finley is the GM at Macomb's Ford West there in San Antonio. He's at my website. He's a good guy. He'll do anything he can to help you. I just think you're probably looking at a six month wait.
2: Yeah, and I I don't have a problem with that. And also on that, when would you think be a good time to buy one?
4: Well, you know, you said something, sooner you order September. it, the sooner the sooner you'll get it. Um, so I these things are ordered from Ford directly and then delivered by a dealer. So if you go to ford. dot com, you can build your own and then assign McCombs Ford West as your dealer, and Henry will take good care of you when you come in, uh, when the vehicle gets there. And they're a big dealer, so they're going to get a better allocation than some of the smaller outlying dealers in the San Antonio area there. and And <clears throat> he's just a real good guy. I'd personally, because I loved it so much, go with the 2.7, but you might drive one and see what you think. I appreciate the call.
3: The place for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive is CarPro USA. Call now with your question. 1-800-926-7777.
5: This is the CarPro Show, and at our website, carpro.com, if you click on Car Reviews, The first one that's going to pop up is Amy Plemons' review of the 22 Volkswagen Jetta GLI Audubon Edition. Pretty car. That's what I was going to say. It's not the kind of car I would buy. But when you look at it, it's just drop-dead gorgeous. It's one of the prettiest-looking cars I've seen in a long time.
4: Yeah, it's a good price point, too. Of course, the Jetta's going away. This is the last year, so...
5: Going out in a a flourish.
4: Yeah, it's going out looking good, no question. Let's talk to Chris in New Braunfels, Texas. Chris, how can I help you?
2: Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, so I have uh, Lincoln Aviator on order, probably getting here end of October, November, early November. Good for you. You have a trade and um, have some decent equity in it. Just curious if you think I should just possibly go ahead and try to sell it versus waiting to trade it. I know I'll get better sales tax offset if I trade it, but don't know what your thoughts are on where the market's going to be three months from now. Well,
4: what kind of car are we talking about here?
2: Uh, the trade-in is a Alfa Romeo Julia Quadrifoglio, the fast one.
4: Yeah, you know it's uh, that's a pretty limited market um, yeah I don't I, I watch I watched a few of them go through the auction and prices have been up on them lately but in relation to what brand new ones cost, it hasn't the resale hasn't been great on those. so yeah. I think I think I would get your Lincoln dealer to give you a bid on it now. And in the meat, okay. if you sold it, could you get around until the aviator got here?
2: Yeah, I could figure something out. Okay. I'd probably just buy a, a, a junker for three months
4: or whatever. Um, I mean, the market's still high. Market's still high right now, but it's dropping. And I think by, yeah. by the time that aviator gets there, it's going to be substantially lower than it is today. So for that reason, I would see what the dealer thinks it's worth right now. If they were going to purchase it from you, what would they pay? Or you can put it in my website under sell your car and get a cash offer on it. Uh, That's another way to do it. And then once you – go
2: ahead. I'm sorry. If that dealer bought it, would they consider that a trade at that point? to offset my, some of my sales tax.
4: You know, you'll need to ask them, but I've heard okay. dealers say that if somebody orders a car, as long as it arrives yeah. between now and the end of the year, that they can yeah. use it as a trade-in, even if they sell it now. Verify that.
2: Okay, if they you, buy it and sell it now. Yeah,
4: because it's been, it's yeah. been kind of fluid. It seems to me like the yeah. state of Texas has been changing the rules on a pretty regular basis. Uh, But find out, and they can tell you. And then, if you want to try it, put it on Auto Trader. That's probably the best place to sell it. If you can clear that six and a quarter percent sales tax break by trading it in, and then make money on top of that, then it would be worth your time to do it.
2: Right on. Okay, I appreciate the info. You
4: are welcome, sir. And enjoy that aviator, boy. That that's a good choice. Um, Every. I've reviewed it, I think, twice now and just absolutely loved it. Uh, I thought it was great. One of the most comfortable SUVs I've ever been in, uh, depending on which front seats you get. So with that, good luck to you. I hope everything works out great. CarPro.com. Sign up for the newsletter today. At the bottom of the page, we'll get you... The process is when you put your email address in there, you'll get a confirmation and if you okay that confirmation, as soon as you do, you'll get yesterday's in your inbox. You'll get a new one this coming Friday. And we've got a lot of neat stuff coming up this Friday. I'm already working on next week's newsletter now.
3: Hard top or rag top Let CarPro USA help you decide. Call now at 1-800-926-7777.
4: And Mel in Riverside, California, you're last this hour of Car Pro Show. How can I help you?
1: How are you? Thanks for taking my call, Jerry. Sure, Um, buddy. My wife and I, we have a uh, 2014 Cadillac SRX. It's got about 56,000 miles on it, and it's getting a little too small uh, for us. And so I was looking at the XT6, Cadillac XT6. Yes. So what do we – is that a good uh, vehicle to to upgrade to?
4: It is. I've got a review up in my website. In fact, I think I've had that thing twice. Uh, The only thing I would tell you is if you use the third-row seat a lot for adults, it's going to be cramped back there. But the vehicle is fantastic.
1: Yeah, no, we don't uh, don't have uh, – we don't use the third-row seat. It's just my wife and I, so – and maybe a couple of grandkids from time to time, so it we would probably never use that back the third row.
4: Okay, so you could save some money and look at the XT5, and I've got reviews on it also, and it's virtually the same vehicle without the third row seat.
1: Well, we've we've driven the the XT5 uh, when we've put this one in the shop, and it's still on the small side.
4: Okay. The XT6 is great. Right,
1: I, uh, yeah, we both have um, bad knees, and I think that's part of the problem. Oh yeah, yeah. Getting this, like, a
4: yeah, you're better. You're better off with the XT6. Then uh, look at my review. If I remember right, I did a video as well with it. Um, I loved some of the features of it. I thought it was just fantastic. Um, I. I, th- I think it's a good choice. I, I don't have anything but good to say about it. It's great. It rides and drives great. And, you know, other than that third-row seat issue, uh, I think you'd really enjoy it. Everybody I've helped get one really likes them. So
3: you want a third-row seat, but you have six kids. Let CarPro USA help you at 1-800-926-7777. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah.